podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And we're back. With me this evening is Louis Argoni. Hello, Dolphins. And Daniel Reinhardt. What up, Finn fans? Well, guys, we're a little over a week into free agency, and uh, we've signed an awful lot of people, but most of them were ours. We brought <laughs> some guys back, didn't we? Yeah, we sure did. We it's wanted nice to bring it. some guys back. They darn near brought everybody back. You know, if it was a band, people would be selling out, you know? Get the uh, reunion Kosicki, tour. Uh, was was the first guy they signed, and uh, they did that by putting him on the, you know, designating him a franchise tag player. Uh, mm-hmm. So you hope that, you know, somewhere between now and uh, July, they can lock him up to a contract. Uh, well, we had talked about the possibility of him fighting that in arbitration and trying to get more money. He didn't. He didn't. Yep. He, didn't. he said, you know, I want to be a Dolphin, so let's sign the tag, and hopefully they lock him up. Excited yeah. about it. Yep. 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 I'm excited. I didn't want him moving. You know, we, we did somewhat speculate that he may be moving on simply because he's not a good blocking tight end. But, you know, the organization felt that he was valuable enough as a wide receiver to, um, you know, well, I think they're going to take on in, those in shortcomings. Line. What's yeah. that, Mike? I think they're going to keep him in line, not necessarily playing him out wide as much as he did this past year. I don't know. I don't know what they're. I mean, Mike, that that would be speculative, speculative well, as well. I, you know, I read it, and yes, it's speculative. But yeah, uh, that's something that they were talking about. That evidently came from the coach. So I, I don't know, you know, exactly how he said it because I didn't hear him say it. Well, let me tell you this, Michael. Me and you and Daniel have watched Mister Kasicki block over the last couple of years. Uh-huh. <laughs> Our new head coach. <laughs> <laughs> Might not have. So once training camp starts and he's out there and guys are blowing his ass up in practice, you're going to probably see him doing a lot of what he did over the last couple of years. I mean, you know, unless they they feel that he has the ability to do it. Now, how many years has he been with us? I mean, what is this, season five? I think four. four it's he, season four? I think four? he finished his fourth year. He finished his fourth season just this past so. year. I think okay. so. All right, don't either hold, way. Don't hold that, me to that. E- e- either way, he's been here long enough for us to realize that he's not the, you know, the best blocker in the world and, you know, he's more valuable to us lined up in the slot and being used in, you know, in that scenario. Now, you know, would you rather have him or a guy like Jakeem Grant or Albert Wilson or somebody like that in the slot blocking? Absolutely. You know, so he he can bring something to the table in that situation, you know, even on running plays. He's a bigger stronger guy that even if you line him up in the slot as a receiver, he can block, you know, he can take on linebackers and do what he needs to do. So, 
You know, it's going to be interesting to see how they use him, and I'm very, very excited over the fact that that they kept him because we've been doing this for too long. You know, um, uh, drafting guys and then losing them. You know, to another team. You know, you like that they kept these guys around, some of these core guys around, uh, guys that are valuable to the team. So I love the signing. On yeah, the same day they signed him. Uh, they, I'm, I'm sorry, Daniel. Something you want to say? Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, I'm I'm excited too. He was a guy we was excited to get when we drafted him. He's been a playmaker for us, and I'm excited that we got a chance to keep him. It's going to be hard for me to see him in line, you know, knowing what we know, but we'll see. Yeah, that'll all play itself out. Uh, that same day they signed him, they also tendered exclusive rights free agents Salman Ahmed and Elijah Campbell. Both those guys obviously will be back. Uh, and that pretty much just gets them an invitation to camp, and then, then it's up to them to win a spot. Mm-hmm. Nice. We like the competition, right? Yep. Then on March 6th, they signed Nick Needham to a one-year exclusive rights contract. Nick Needham, the overperforming nickelback. You love him. Yeah. You yeah, know? absolutely. They try to replace him. They can't do it. He well, fights they're, through They're it. still trying to replace him, but <laughs> I don't know that they've done it. We'll have to see. Well, listen, you know, he, he does a pretty solid job, right? I mean, you know, that in my opinion, he does. I, I, I think, think he's that pretty solid. I, yep. He's pretty solid as a nickelback. Um, you know, we've seen some guys that, that have really failed um, at different times at that position over the years. And, you know, I mean, he's a guy that's been pretty consistent. So um, I like that, that that's re-signing yep. of one of our veteran players as well. When he first hit the team, I thought we're definitely going to Nick need somebody better at that spot, but he's <laughs> actually, um, I, I've actually enjoyed him on the field. He's done a really good job for us. You, you want to hear something funny? I you always want to hear something funny. Mike, let's go back to a couple of years ago during preseason when me, you, and I believe it was Jim Johnson, um, you know, we were doing a podcast, and Needham was getting smoked. I remember that in, yes. in two st- two straight preseason games, and we yeah. were like, "Who what in the, the hell, hell is, this, is this number twenty, <laughs> whatever the hell number he was?" And we were like, "That guy's got to go." And lo and behold, here he is. You know, three years later, still with the football team. That's yeah, great. He, he Good turned around him. pretty quick. So, yep. not being on the podcast, I agreed with you. Because I definitely thought we needed somebody better at that spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's such a tough position to play. It's, Absolutely. it's really one of the toughest on defense. It is. It is. It is. Absolutely. Especially in today's NFL. Yeah. I mean, I've said it before. The wide receivers are the best athletes on the field, period. You know, they're fastest, fastest guys most of the time. And some of them are so big and strong, like DK Metcalf, Metcalf and those type of guys. I mean, they're the best athletes on the field. And, you know, the, the corners and the safeties really got their work cut out for them, especially under the, you know, the rule changes and whatnot mm-hmm. in regard to, you know, how to defend. But anyway, okay. But if, if, at least if you're a boundary corner, you've got the, you know, sideline helping you. True. Absolutely. If, if you're in the nickel, it's just you, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. a little tougher. March 9th, they signed uh, running back Chase Edwards uh, to a two-year contract. Uh, they re-signed Emmanuel Ogba to a four-year contract. Woo-woo-woo! And Kaseki physically signed his uh, tender. Mm-hmm. Tender, tender. So what did you think of Chase Edmonds, Lou? 
Oh, man. I, you know, it's interesting because, you know, when we looked at running backs, you know, the free agent running backs, none of us mentioned them, right? None nope. of the three. Not, nope. uh, none of us. So anyway, so none of us really thought of him all that much. But, it wasn't um, on my radar, really. Uh, you know, he's a guy that's been injured. He's a guy that's been somewhat productive. I, you know, personally, I think he's he's a better back than Gaskin is when he's healthy, but he has to stay healthy. Um, I like him if he's healthy. You know, um, I think you know I think that he can really, really, you know, really help this team offensively um, in a lot of different ways. He can catch the ball. He's an upgrade from Gaskin, as far as I'm concerned. Again, if he's healthy. Oh, I think he's a little bit faster. Healthy, Mike. Yeah, well, healthy. Here, you, healthy. you keep saying that. You keep saying that, Lou, but he's only missed like six games in his career. It's hard to believe because, you know, every time you turn around, you see him. Well, you know what, Daniel? Maybe he bounces back. But every time I'm watching this guy, it seems like he comes out of football games. I don't know if it's, you know, it's just by chance that it, it seems that way. But anytime I watch Arizona, he's either out of the game or he gets knocked out of the game, one or the other. So <laughs> he's you know, just who, not who an knows? every down guy. He's yeah. he's just not an every down guy. And so when we were talking about free agent running backs, I was talking about I I wanted a guy who could possibly be an every down guy. And it's pretty clear from the free agent signings that we have that that's not what they're looking for. Right. And if you're not looking for that, I really like Chase Edmonds. I've He's been in the league for four years, I think, and, and I've liked him ever since he was a rookie. I think he's got some juice, as they like to say, and that, as, as I like to say. Um, so I, I don't hate the signing at all. He's definitely got the wheels to, to break one. He's good in the passing game. He was really underutilized in that skill set in Arizona. He's an upgrade. As yep. I said, he yep. is an upgrade. That's what we want. Um, going back to what you mentioned, um, in regard to every down back, Daniel, there's not many in the league. Even Jonathan Taylor comes off the field well, behinds, you know, in, in third down situations. I mean, you know, that's the kid true. in Pittsburgh, uh, it's hard to find those guys, especially in free agency. So, you know, if you look at every single team in the NFL nowadays, it seems like they have two or three guys that just rotate in. It's just the way of the NFL now. So, especially can, with, the, with the additional game, you know, it's yeah. got to go more that way. You would think because seventeen games is a lot of pounding for a running back to take. Well, no question. I, yeah, I wasn't really, I wasn't really saying that. I thought that anybody we signed would be an every down back because you're absolutely right. That's not the way the NFL works anymore. But I was looking for a guy who had that. Uh, had that pedigree ability yeah ability. Yeah, yeah i got you so the you know that same day they signed Ugba to a four-year contract now you got to mm -hmm. be happy about that right mm -hmm. yes absolutely you gotta have somebody getting after these quarterbacks Agba, Agba, here comes Agba. in a lot Agba. of places Sorry, in a lot guys. of places you look at he was a top 15 free agent you know yeah. and and he yes. was absolutely one of the top defensive ends in free agency so it was really nice of us to bring him back i didn't think we would i really didn't and i'm i'm excited that i was wrong i just thought maybe he'd cost himself out i think he was our most important guy to resign i mean you know gasick gasicki 
you know, I love him to death and everything, but when you look at importance on this football team, I think Agba was the guy, the, the, the number one guy they had to get back here. Absolutely. Because, you know, our defensive end position is not very deep. And, you know, Phillips is still unproven. We don't know what we have in him quite yet. Agba is a foundation guy. He's, a, he's just a rock-solid football player, a guy you have to have on that defense, period. End of story. That simple. Yep. Let's I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> All right. I would hope not, Mike, because if you did, then you'd have some serious problems tonight. Oops, excuse <laughs> me. Go ahead. On the offensive line, they signed guard Connor Williams to a two-year contract. Love mm-hmm. it. Yep. Go ahead, love Daniel. I, I just love that signing. Touch on the loving. Hey, he's, he's, a, he's an excellent interior lineman. Mm-hmm. He gets overshadowed on that offensive line for Dallas because they have a couple of perennial all pros on that line. But he was, he's was he been an anchor on the left side of that line for the last two or three years. Doesn't miss games. He missed, uh, he missed a little bit of time with an ACL. But he's played, I think, every game the last two years. Um, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a hell of an offensive lineman, and he's still young. So mm-hmm. he's still got room yeah, to grow. I think he's 24, right? I I know we only signed him for two years. I would have liked to have seen us sign him for at least three, but I th- it was a great deal. Uh, an interior lineman for seven million a year. Uh, I I really like that signing. We definitely needed to shore up that position. We already know that, so mm-hmm. I I'm I couldn't be happier. Uh, there, there's a couple more offensive linemen I want to get, but that's you know we're not talking about that right now. Guys, what's the what's the word of the night? Free Come agency. On. <laughs> upgrade Miami oh upgrade well the word it. of the night is upgrade upgrade and we have upgraded again with the signing here I mean it's an upgrade it is. upgrade upgrade you gotta better your football team guys one win away from the playoffs you sign these type of individuals maybe you get that extra win or you get that extra two wins and you're in the playoffs playoffs that's what we're trying to get to playoffs we all want to watch a friggin miami dolphin playoff game so the word of the night once again gentlemen is upgrade 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 sure let's do it all right on to the next one (laughs) well the next couple of days they uh you know they signed preston williams back they signed the landon roberts back they signed emmanuel ogba as we said and they signed duke riley duke Uh, the day after sam guavin and uh sheldrick redwine to a one-year contract so there they didn't improve those positions but they kept them the same they re-signed everybody right roberts and Duke Riley, and who was the third one, Mike, that you mentioned? Sam Equivon. Equivon. And, and Red Wine. Yep. Red Wine. Red, Red Wine. UB40. There These you go. Dolphins podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, I mean, they brought everybody back. I mean, maybe they know something we don't, Mike. Maybe they're playing better. Maybe they're playing better than. Um, you know, than, uh, than what we see on the field. They do a good job against the run. Against the run defensively the second half of the season, I thought we did a great job. So I like what Duke Riley know. gave them last year. I, I thought too. he was physical, and uh, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. enjoyed watching him. He wasn't on the field that much, but when he was out there, I think we saw we saw him. And Same I thought with Roberts Sam. Had a, yeah, Sam did a good job, too. Over absolutely. the last several years, he has. 
Yes. When yeah. he's on the field, he does a good job. And I thought that Roberts played much better, Mike, last year as well. He played better than we thought he would, right? The both of us said game Probably. in and game out. Probably. You know he's, what? He he's had a still solid a liability game. against the pass, and that's oh, really good might be for them. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's no question about that. But but so is uh, Van Ginkle and some of the guys. You yep. know, they're they're not very good in pass coverage. So with that being said, you know, we brought guys back. You know, it's it's a position that uh, we know what they're going to bring to the table, and you know, it's not something that we have to address. As a major concern, I mean, Mike, me and you talk about this all the time. We talked about it last night. I mean, you want them to bring in a good young middle linebacker, and I would love that. But, you know, I, I just don't know if that guy is going to be there when we draft. You know, maybe in the second round we get lucky and we draft somebody that overachieves, you know. Just want somebody to come in there and, you know, be, be physical. That's yeah, all. like Zach Thomas type of guy. Yes. Yeah, you know. John Offerdahl, somebody, you know. Yeah, Offerdahl was the second round pick. That's another good example, Mike. Yeah. You're on your A game tonight. Speaking <laughs> of that, the next day, March 12th, they signed wide receiver Trent Sherfield. Oh. He was signed to a one-year sure. contract. Well, San Francisco wide receiver, he played some important snaps for them last year. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, Trent Sherfield T- played tell some me important about snaps. I, he just He was on the field in big moments. When Brandon Ayuk was struggling for the 49ers last year, Trent Sherfield was on the field. He, numbers. He, I don't know what his numbers were, and I, I don't expect him to have big numbers with us. But the thing is, is he's a hard worker, and he mm-hmm. picks up – he already knows the offense, so he can help these other guys learn it. He, he's a, a blue-collar guy who's going to come in, and he's going to put his nose down, and he's going to work hard. And that's what that team in San Francisco looked for – which is why he was on the field over Brandon Ayuk. So I, I actually like that signing just because of the locker room presence, the fact that he knows the offense already. It's mm-hmm. a guy that he knows the head coach. Yep. Right. Yep. McDaniel brought him. He had, he had nine, nine receptions, 87 yards and a touchdown. His, his long reception was 18 yards, but you know what? Maybe, you know, our, our head coach knows something that we don't. Well, I think he's and, a special teams player to be honest with you. Okay. The well. new Mac Hollins. Could be. Could be. Could Makes be sense. his replacement. Yep. So they signed sense. a fullback, Alec Ingold. Yes, they did. Came from the Raiders, right? Yes, he did. The Raiders. I I'm like glad. it. I, I want the fullback back in our back in our offense. Absolutely. Call me old, whatever. But <laughs> it gives a linebacker something to think about besides tackling the ball carrier. Well, when you do that, Mike, you know, you, you take something off the field, right? Sure. So, you know, and with the addition, well, we didn't get to the other, you know, the other linebacker, uh, tight end position. I'm stumbling all over myself here. Um, <laughs> but what you do is, you know, when you put the fullback on the field, you, you basically take away elsewhere. And, you know, I personally, with the moves that they made, I think that we're going to see quite a bit of the double tight end formations, you know, obviously, because yeah, you're uh, going to see more power formations. Yeah. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. I it's think you can definitely see Gasicki in line and Ingold fill in that spot when Gasicki gets out in, uh, into a passing route. Could be, you know, uh-huh. or you have Ingold coming around that end and, and popping a guy as he's hitting, as he's heading towards the linebacker. I, I really like the signing. I, I agree with you, Mike. I'm 
Um, I love that type of smash mouth football where the, the fullback is an important part of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. College basketball fans join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the college hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like who will make it to the next round and who will hit the most three-pointers, then just track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TPPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 or older? Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We'll say him in short yardage and in goal line situations, I think. I mean, with the signing of Smythe, you know, I think that you know, you're going to see it, both, especially with the money they threw at both of these guys. You're going to see them on the field quite a bit together, I think. Chase Edmonds was uh, signed, and so was Raheem Mostert. Yep. Another guy from San Francisco. One of the fastest guys in the league at the running back position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I, like, I like him. I, I like him. Again, another guy, when he's healthy – is very, very productive. I like him a lot. I mean, He's a we game just breaker. Gotta, we got to hope that these guys stay healthy. That's that's the big, big question mark. Well, you know, most of these guys have an injury history, and that's why they were available. And so, cheap. you know, they have to shake that. Yeah, the money, Daniel, that's a great point, because the money that has been spent on these individuals was not over the top. And, right. and they're quality football players. And what's the word of the night, guys? Upgrade. Free agency. <laughs> oh, man. No, wait. Upgrade. Teddy Bridgewater. That's an upgrade. There you go, Daniel. You hit it. That's an upgrade. I Here we go. We it's not something it to get excited about. But whoa, it's, whoa, it's whoa, 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 whoa. You're talking about. I'm Daniel. not a Teddy guy. Daniel. I'm not Daniel. a two gloves guy. Daniel, you're talking about our starting quarterback three games into the season. Whoa. Now, come on, man. <laughs> You think it'll happen that quick? That is not an upgrade. That <laughs> that's is gonna, not an upgrade. That, that's going to that's gonna make a lot of people unhappy, that comment, including my son. But it's a joke, guys. Delete Relax. It. No, Go don't back, delete it, the tape. Leave it in I'm there. just kidding. <laughs> Listen, um, you know, Bridgewater is an upgrade over Brissett as far as yeah. I'm concerned. I mean, honestly, guys, I mean, if, if in fact Tua goes down, you know who would you rather have come into the game, Brissett or Bridgewater? I, I'd I'd go with um, Bridgewater, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I don't want him leading our team for a season. You know, he's he's a mid level starter at best, mm-hmm. um, but he is an upgrade over the the backup QB we had last year. And yeah, and when, it's when you have a mid level starter as your backup, that's not bad, right? Yeah. Yeah, not at all. And mid level, Daniel um, rates higher than the starter. No, I suppose. Yeah, so. I suppose I, I may have been overselling him for saying mid level. He's a yeah. he's a low level starter. He would still be in. Uh, he would have started over Drew Locke towards the end or whatever. However, that situation happened in Denver. Uh, if he was a mid level. Mm-hmm. All right. 
wide receiver Cedric Wilson Jr. Oh, yeah. That's the biggest one, right? The biggest signing we had. Most money. Probably. Biggest years. Mm-hmm. Three Besides years, 22.8. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agba. I love the guy. I mean, you know, when you watch Dallas and Gallup was down, I mean, he really stepped up. I mean, he played very, very well last year. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, he's a guy that was under the radar. None of us really talked about him, um, you know, in regard to the podcast we did prior to all the free agent signings. But he's an under-the-radar guy that can be extremely productive for this football team. I like the guy a lot. They just had a lot of talent in Dallas. Otherwise, you know, when he had the opportunity, he came in and my God, he, he outshined Didi Lamb and, and Cooper at times, you know, in games. So I like yeah, him. I, for him. It's about staying healthy. Yeah. yeah. I've seen flashes from Wilson many times over the last three years. He'll pop into a game at a random time and make a big play. I'm like, who the heck is yeah. that guy? Yeah. And then, and I totally expected what I thought what was going to happen was Gallup was going to price himself out of Dallas and they were going to re-sign Cedric Wilson. So when I found out we signed Cedric Wilson, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I'd like to see what the guy can do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Love it. They signed a cornerback, Keon Crossan, and I think his role is, is going to be mostly special teams. I don't, I don't know that guy. He's a special teams guy. Yeah, I said Crossing. that. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Here here we go. One, two. Keon Cross. Yeah, I, I agree. Special teams. Yep. Offensive lineman Connor Williams. Yeah, we touched on that one, right? I love it. The one thing that I didn't say about Connor Williams is that he is really good pulling. He's a great pulling guard. And I think that we'll use that to our advantage in the new scheme yep. that McDaniel is bringing over. Yep. It'd be nice to have a guard that can pull. Yeah, he excels without at using it. his hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we re-signed uh, Brendan Scarlett to a one-year contract. Yep. Another right. guy who struggles a little bit in pass coverage, but he he's a hitter. Yep. That's well, it, Mike. Well, besides today, we signed Durham Smythe. Right there, we go. Got him to a two-year deal for four million a year. And so a cheap I mean, contract. Well, the, I like these are. It. These are all cheap contracts, really. I mean, the, the the most we spent was six million on the lineman, I believe. Right. So, what do we have left? What do we have SRS. left to spend, Mike? Well, they're they're somewhere just over twenty million. Okay. So you know you got to save some for your draft class, and you got to yeah. save some for in season moves. But obviously, there's other people that could be cut to make room if they decide they need it. So it's not like they're broke, but. You know, they can't go out and sign everybody either. There's still a couple of guys out there I'd really like to see come over to the Orange and Teal. Certainly. Do they have names? Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, we we talked a little bit before the podcast about our need at linebacker, and, and Bobby Wagner is sitting out there waiting on a team. And obviously, your number one free agent of, this, of the offseason is still available, Taron Arbstead. But my number one guy is is Bozeman. Bradley Bozeman from Baltimore. If there's yeah. only one guy that we sign out of the rest of the free agent class, that's the guy that I want. Come in there and show well, up that. You know, position. Deshaun Watson was traded today. Yes, he and was. 
it seemed like the whole offensive tackle group were waiting on that to iron itself out so they could fall into place and a market be set. Well, Armstead was for sure in New Orleans. He was waiting to see if if Deshaun got traded to New Orleans. So once that shoe drops with Armstead, we'll know. Right. Isn't that something, you know, that these guys are, you know, basically going somewhere where, um, you know, trying to follow somewhere, you know, somebody somewhere. I mean, I, you know, I don't know what Cleveland's offensive line situation is, you know, whether he'll wind up signing there or not, but. I don't think they have any money left at this point. I really don't. I, I think Cleveland's done with the amount of money they threw at um, at Watson. You know, they're they're <laughs> basically done. I mean, I I don't see them doing anything going forward. They're just you know, yeah, I, don't I don't know, know where they're going to they find can. the money to do it. I mean, we, we have you know, Daniel brought up the question as to how you know what do we have left in regard to money. I mean, X Man's still got to get signed, yeah. doesn't he? Yes, he does. I mean, that you know, so it comes down to, you know, what happens with that, you know, if we even have, you know, any money, any more money after well, that you, to do you anything. Well, you can, Lou, because what they do is they give them a large signing bonus and a very small first-year salary, and then they make it up on the back end. Well, right. and there's so many different ways to finagle the salary cap. I mean, it's it's just a number that people can play with nowadays, so... Well, they've got to get one of these tackles in then. I mean, you know, the the guy in Dallas that just got released. Yeah, I mean, Lyle you know, Collins, good on, call. Man. I mean, you know, let's go. I mean, you know, you guys know what you're looking at here. I don't know why they're pussyfooting around when it comes to that position because, you know, I think personally that, you know, that that's the key right there. Yes, it is. It's 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 major for us. If we... If we get an upgrade there, you know, we've been talking and I've been joking about it, but if we get an upgrade at that tackle position, at least one of them, you know, and maybe move Eichenberg over to the right side if we get a really solid left tackle, I mean, that's it. I mean, you know, then it all falls on guys just going out and and producing because on paper, you know, you have a pretty damn solid football team at that point. You know, you look at this team and, you know, there's, there's a few things that, you know, we need to be concerned about. You know, the quarterback position is obvious. You know, Tua, they're surrounding him with better players now. So, you know, the running back position's been upgraded. Um, The receiver position, I think with Wilson being added, is an upgrade. So, you know, bringing back Kaseki and Smythe are positive. So he's got some guys now, you know, the guard we signed. Um, You know, so he's going to be the biggest question mark besides the tackle position. Other yeah. than that, you know, we're we're pretty solid all the way around, you know, with all the moves we've made. Don't disagree. Well, you, you brought up the question before the show, you know, uh, where do I think they would draft in the first round? And um, I said linebacker or a pass rusher. And, right. Uh, yep. You thought, you know, maybe they'd be better off drafting a receiver. And uh, maybe they would, you know. Just well, no, I didn't say they'd player. be better off, Mike. I said that. They're going to have some really good football players um, at that point in the draft and at the wide receiver yeah. position. I'm, I'm not necessarily saying they're going to be better off doing that. I'm saying that I think they're going to get a lot better talent there than reaching for, say, you know, a linebacker, you know, the type of guy that you're talking about at that point. I just don't see one of those guys being there. You know, the, the top guys, whereas the receiver position, I mean, 
there, there may be two or three that can, you know, that can light it up there for us, you know? So that's what I was saying. Well, if they sign Bobby Wagner, we won't have to worry about it. Right. Yeah. We, we don't we, need a we, linebacker we, in round one if we sign Bobby. Well, that's true. We we do need a pass rusher. There's no question about it. You know, somehow, some kind of way we need it. You know, Phil, either that or Phillips has just got to make a major step this year. You know, he can't disappear for, you know, 12 out of uh, six, 17 games. You know, I mean, he had a decent five game span past that guys. I mean, honestly, you know, he was, you know, he, he wasn't a major factor and the defense played well the second half of the year. And the last four or five of the five weeks of the season, he kind of disappeared. I don't think he had a sack over that period. You know, so I, know. I think he had nine, ten sacks on the season. It wasn't like he was awful. Yeah, he no, was no, like second. He I think he, he was second as far as rookie sacks. Rookie sacks, absolutely. But you know, we talked about that. You know, some of those sacks were cover sacks, and yeah, well, they were. They were. You know, cool. and and you know, most of them came over like a four game period. That, that all I'm saying is is that he's got to be a lot more consistent. I mean, we can't see him over four games. You know, getting six out of the eight sacks, which is, I think, what he did over the course yeah, of the what year. They, what they did was they had him back at linebacker and off the ball, and he didn't do as well as when he had his hand in the ground. Mm-hmm. And yeah. once they moved him to the kid getting his hand in the ground, I think he was a little more successful. Well, let's hope that this coaching staff is smart, smart enough to understand his, you know, well, his, it's the uh, same defensive coordinator. He should know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would think. I mean, you know, that's. You know, that's the whole thing here. You know, yeah. we, we, we just don't know. You know, we'll find out what we have in him. You know, this is a big year for him. You know, I mean, again, he's another guy. You know, we talk about Tua. He's another high draft pick yep. that is going to have to play like one. You know, and that's it. You know, these guys are big. Just They're going to be big this, this game, year. You know? One of the like, biggest concerns I had for Phillips coming into last year was the fact that mm-hmm. he did have an injury-riddled past. Yep. Right, and he stayed healthy. Well, that was concussions, right? Well, not only concussions. He had, uh, and I don't remember the exact situation, but I think he had a back thing. He had a an accident where he almost oh. he like quit football for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember but, that. Bit, but really. I was most concerned about that. I definitely was not concerned about his skill, and he stayed healthy. He showed us that. He did. So as long as he can do that again, I think we're going to see a leap from him. I really, really do. Yeah, and I don't want to get on him. I mean, look, no. uh, your rookie year is a year to grow, and hopefully he has taken some lessons from his rookie year that will make him a better second-year player. Yes. Uh, plus, he should have some uh, coaching around him that is you know, consistent. So you know, hopefully they, they know what it's going to take to make him a player, and they've given him things to work on that will help improve his game. Uh, so any other thoughts on the free agents we've signed? Uh, I think we covered it. You know, let's yep. talk about um, some of the other moves. Well, I mentioned Deshaun Watson, Lou. What are your thoughts? <laughs> three ones. Oof. Three ones. A three. A three. Yep. A and what else? A late round swap. And a four. And $240 million. <laughs> <laughs> Fully guaranteed. $240 million. Cleveland must be doing something really good up there to throw that kind of money at. I mean, listen, um, he's going to make them a legitimate Super Bowl contender. It's that simple. They've got a lot of talent on that team. They've got two great running backs. They actually have three good running backs because the, the guy Johnson, I believe his name was, actually filled in well when the other yeah, two guys were. Yeah, the Ernest. I yep. mean, they, they have three really good running backs. Uh, they've got Cooper. 
you know, they've got some decent tight ends. Their defense is pretty solid. I mean, he's going to make them a Super Bowl contender. That's what he's going to do for that football team. They gave up a lot. Um, no number ones the next three years. So, you know, the, that window, I always talk about that window. Well, that window is is here and now and maybe another year or two and that's it. And then you're going to see, you know, this team struggle a bit because when yeah, you're not, they'll, be, they'll be losing some of their stars that they can't pay. They will be losing some of the stars and they won't be able to maintain some of their, their better young players moving along. So, you know, with all that being said, you know, they're going for it right here, right now. And I mean, you know, it is that what is, it is. That is why, Lewis, having a great GM is so important. Mm-hmm. No because doubt about as, it. The, as those players fall away due, due to salary, you've got to find somebody who's just as good and, and, and fit them in there. Yeah. I mean, you know, Watson's a great talent. Um, you know, I had mixed emotions about him possibly coming here. You know, it's it's a situation where, you know, you want, obviously you got to root for him as Dolphin quarterback if he had come here, but you know, all his issues, you know, there's always the big question too, guys, in regard to whether he slips up again, you know, in, in some kind of way. I mean, you know, I always, you know, I always use the expression, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. And, um, you know, who's to say that he doesn't do something stupid going forward once again? We just don't know. You know, there's that big question mark. You know, there's suspensions possibly involved. Um, you know, he's still got some. Well, the speculation things. is he'll be suspended for eight games to start off the year, and then he'll be good to go. Now, who knows what's really going right. to happen, you know, but that's the speculation. For me, the most interesting part of this is, is you know, my, 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 how the tables have turned. I, I'm i not going to say how old I am, and I don't know about you guys, but I don't think that going into a season I've ever picked the Pittsburgh Steelers to finish fourth in their division. No, and, it's been and a while. As of this moment, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are the worst team in the AFC North with this move by Cleveland, and that is crazy. That's just one of the ramifications that's going to be happening because of this move. And if you think about it, if it would have happened for Miami, that same sort of thing would have happened for our division. Yes. You know, it, well, what do you mean by that? Team? Well, you're, the, you're the team, the team that us. got Watson taking a, a giant leap inside of their division. Oh, yeah. Any team that – I mean, look at this. The Saint, had the Saints signed them, you know, they, they, would have, they would have leapfrogged pretty much most of the NFC, right? Because they've got a pretty decent defense, and you know they have Kamara. If if he ever plays for, I mean, he's in trouble too. They'd have, they'd have two guys that have that have gotten the you know legal legal trouble that or have legal trouble, I should say. So you know the thing is, is that they're going for broke, Mike. It's you know to answer your question, it's here, it's now. They're going for it. You know their team is in a position to where they can win a Super Bowl if this guy plays well. And, you know, it's it's simple as that. You know, they're going for it. You know, but that comes at a major, major price. It really does. You know, um, that's a lot of money and it's a lot of draft capital. So, you know, yep. to, to each their own. He's going to have to be really good. So He's going to have to be. So changing directions real fast, I have a question. for We just talked about how the AFC North has changed. What do you guys think is the hardest division in football now? Because I'll answer that question before you get a chance to. 
The AFC West made some moves these last few days, right? Yeah. So you asked us a question. And wouldn't let us answer it. Well, I was leading you to to talk about the moves that were made in the AFC West. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. Well, my answer would be the NFC West. My answer would be, I need to look at all of this crazy stuff that's going so on the and NFC then West evaluate. Just lost. I can't evaluate right now. What's the that? NFC West just lost Russell Wilson to the AFC West. Right. He just went to the Broncos. And Devontae yes. Adams just left the the Packers and went to the Raiders. Oh, yeah. I know that. All so the, the AFC, AFC West mm-hmm. is just loaded. Chandler Jones goes to the Raiders, too. The moves right. that that West division has made – these last few days, man, that division is loaded. Yep, it is. They are. There's no question about it. Well, I mean, when when you're chasing a team like Kansas City, you've got to make moves like that. Yeah, Khalil I mean, back I remember, to the Chargers. Yep. I mean, I remember Don That Shula. defense is going to be scary, by the way. Absolutely. Yes, they will. And so is their yeah. offense. Yep. Resign Mike Williams, still got Keenan Allen and Eckler. Yep. yep. You've that got guy talent who went there. number six in the same draft we took Tua, and you're adding and you're adding players in the draft as well. I mean, listen, you know, I was going to make a point in regard to what Shula did when we were chasing Buffalo. Um, you know, all those years we just couldn't get over the hump. You know, he went out, he he drafted Troy Vincent, he drafted Richmond Webb, Keith Sims. You know, because he knew that. Our offensive line struggled a lot against Bruce Smith and their interior Darryl line. Daryl Talley. Daryl Talley and all those guys. And, you know, it, it, w- it was a great move because we actually did compete against them much better once those guys were drafted. We actually beat them a few times. We had a championship game here in Miami uh, that we, you know, we just couldn't, we couldn't get over the hump with them. They beat us here in Miami and they went on to the Super Bowl. But, we were very competitive against them, is my point. And, you know, when you're chasing a team like the Kansas City Chiefs with Mahomes at quarterback, these are the type of things you have to do. Because if you don't, then, you know, you're just treading water. You're, you're, you're not going to beat them. You know, and the Raiders actually beat Kansas City once last year. So with these additions, you know, they're thinking, hey, guys, you know what? We got them last year once. Right. You know, maybe next year we leapfrog them. You know, we, 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 we can do this, you know, and, and they're making some, some moves and they're going for broken. I love it. You know, it, it, I, I love it. I love the moves. Yeah. And you know, Vegas, Vegas it's big, it's big money out there. So, uh, no, my point is this no. team is going to be spending big money because they have, they have to be flashy. Right. They have, well, they to are be. now Absolutely. for sure. They got to. Mike, they're high rollers. Yep. You know, there's nothing but high rollers out in Vegas. So, you know, they want to go out there and they want to see star power. And, you know, that's, you know, the NFL loves that. You know, yep. that's, that's what they're, you know, that's what it's all about now. You know, it is what it is. Speaking of which, I will actually be out there for the draft this year. So whoever we take in the first round, maybe I'll get a chance to meet them, get that autograph. Well, that you, would be cool. Yeah, and any of you Finn fans who are planning on being at the draft, let me know. Well, what, what, your responsibility is going to be to get them to agree to uh, do an interview for us on the podcast. We can work something out. That's that's not happening, Mike. Oh, you never know. I'll be on it. I'm a, I'm a very happening. personable guy, Lou. Their agents 
float around with them and no, I know. They're, they're not going to allow that to happen. Not unless you throw, you know, about a grand in, in the agent's pocket, Daniel. Now, if you're willing to do that, great. We'd love to, you know, we'd love to talk to them. That'd be awesome. Well, you, yeah. I'll give you my Venmo, Lou. You send me that grand. We'll <laughs> make it happen. I can do without the interview. I'll, I'll listen to them on ESPN or, you know, whenever uh, one of the local well, if you're listening to them on ESPN, they're going to be bashing us with a pick. So yeah. well, <laughs> that's kind of well, how that works. Let's, it, it works, Mike, when, when they, you know, when they are kind of uh, right on par with, you know, with their opinion in regard to some of our draft picks. Well, that's another know, story. So. Well, they definitely that haven't is- bashed us the last couple of years. Last year, we got nothing but rave reviews. That's true. We were praised last year. Yeah. And, I, mm-hmm. and uh, in, in hindsight, they had a decent draft last year. Yeah. A very good draft. Uh-huh. It's just that they're rare. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. You guys say so. That's for another show. I'm going to push you, Lou. I'm going to need that $1,000. <laughs> All right. Well, when you get over there, you let me know All what right. you need. And you, you wait for it. <laughs> As Matthew Daniel, McConaughey the, would say, all right, all right, all right. Daniel, by the way, when, when you do go out there, um, you know, Dolphin fans uh, will be easy to spot. Yeah, we're bright. We're bright. <laughs> we're either either bright like orange and section. teal or everybody with their heads down. Right? Exactly. There's a whole section, and they usually have, you know, teal colored jerseys. What was it that Jim Johnson, what was the color, Mike? Blue? I don't. That's me. Jim might have problems out there identifying who the Dolphin fans are, but Jim, we miss you. By the way, you know, not 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 taking anything away from you, Daniel. Obviously, you're doing a great job, but but I do miss Jim. You know, I I enjoy him. Jim, we love Jimbo. We miss you. Daniel did many shows the with OG. Jim. He, he knows. Jimmy's the oh, OG. Oh, yeah, yeah, bud. that's right. Daniel did it. Daniel, right. Maybe we get the four of us on, whatever the case may be. But, uh, you know, he's got to make a cameo once in a while. He's got to come out of retirement, you know. He must be making big money these days, Mike. Yeah, COVID has kept him very, very busy. Pay Time the man, turn Mike. Turn the mic pay, on, Johnson. Mike, pay the man. Pay the man. The check's pay. in the mail, Lou. Everybody comes at a price. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of checks, Mike, I, I've been waiting for mine three years i told you i said it go out by the mailbox <laughs> uh-huh all right keep waiting so what else we got to talk about let's see what else do we have the um we talked about adams you know um there's just some still some big ship. free agents that are left out there on the market it's going to be really interesting to see where they land you know like it, a it is a tyron mathow is still out there. Akeem God, Hicks. I love him. I love him. There's just I some really him. good guys that are going to be really interesting to see. Gilmore is still out there, isn't yeah. he? Yep. And so is, is Beckham Jr. You know, and and a guy like Derek Barnett, Super Bowl hero for Philly, he's still out there on the market. So there's some interesting guys still out there. It's gonna <sighs> it's gonna be interesting to see where they land. And you know, I wouldn't be sad if we bring in a couple of these vets for our locker room. Trent Brown. I mean, you know, you've got tackles out there. I mean, maybe, you know, they're waiting for the first guy. A lot of these guys are old and washed up. Yeah, but Mike, one year deals, bud. Yeah, one year deal. I mean, you bring them in. I mean, some of these guys, you know, may very well be a a nice upgrade. You know, doesn't everybody retire in Florida? Come on down to Miami. Come on down. We need you. We need yeah, you. We do. We need somebody to hit the road. 
at that it tackle be? position. Who would it be? <laughs> I think we talk about that on the next episode. Oh, are you cutting the show tonight? No. Are you being the mic? No, no, the, no. Uh, I was just being facetious. Are you being and we started the, talking the, about who to cut. No, I mean, if you have to pick Jackson or uh, Davis, it's a, it's a tough decision. Well, it's got to be Davis. It's too soon to cut Jackson. Well, Jackson's not playing tackle anymore, Mike. So you know who I was talking well, that's about. That's true. I'm talking that's about true. Jesse. I'm talking about Jesse. I mean, yeah. I think Austin Jackson will will make the team. You know, for um, he'll make yeah, the team. The fact that he can play both tackle, <laughs> he can try to play both the tackle and the guard position. I mean, he'll be there for depth. But you know, Jesse Davis. You know, we talk about money, right? Um, you know, and trying to free up some money. See ya. You know, I mean. I, I just as well them sign one of these old veteran guys, Mike, and pay him a similar amount of money and, you know, maybe be an upgrade over, over him because I, I think he's terrible. I really do. What's the I word mean, of the well, night? He's, he's not a starter. He's not supposed to be a starter. He's supposed to be your swing tackle. And, you know, you take that for what it's worth, you know, and they, they forced him to start and he was terrible. Mike, what he is and what he is supposed to be mm-hmm. is irrelevant. I mean, he, he's, he's been our starting tackle for the last three years, and he sucks. That's all that matters. I don't care what he was supposed to be. They still have him here, and he starts every doggone game for us and in the process stinks to join up. He's got to he, go. Wasn't he a captain? I don't Cut. care what he was. <laughs> I don't give a damn if he was the president of the NFL. He's got to go. He's got to go, huh? He stinks. Sorry, See you, Jesse. Mr. Davis. I mean, you know, no, you know, eh, you know, I, I hate being that way, but well, I, I know he was playing on a bad knee last year, and I know he was playing out of position last year. For you the know, love and, of God, Mike! Look, he's terrible. I'm not saying he's good, but I'm, I'm saying he's not as bad as he looked last year either. You know, there's there's somewhere in between where he belongs. Can we great? Can we look up? Daniel, is there a possibility that you can look up where he graded in regard to tackles last year? The only thing that's popping up on my Google it is this is why we should have talked you, about it next time. If you look from the bottom up, because I think he's probably two or three from the bottom. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> Mike, let's move on from that damn guy. Can we please? You said it right there in a nutshell. That's all. That's all we need to know. <laughs> Two or three from the yeah, bottom. and I've got a little man that's pounding feet upstairs. I hope he's not starting to interrupt us. I think we're good. I think we are good. I think we've covered everything we needed to cover. We did. Let's get a sign a tackle. That's it. Hey, I'm still on Bozeman. I want the Bozeman. Word, the word of the night. Upgrade. That was like late night FM radio stuff right there. Yep, yep, yep. That was old time stuff. So I anyway, think, yeah. the password is. <laughs> remember that, Mike? Yep. The game show password. Yep. The password is upgrade. All right, guys. Thanks for joining me. We're getting boring. <laughs> and that's and, the uh, good stuff, bud. That's the good stuff. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. And until then, fins up, everybody. Fins up. Fins up, doll fans. Let's go get a tackle. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care.